This is Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from An Expat's Russia, where we answer your questions about what it's like to live, work, and travel in Russia. Welcome to this episode. Today, we're going to talk about our experience with Russian bureaucracy as Americans living in Russia. Marcus, I know you have a million stories. Maybe you want to start it off. Um, yeah, I would say the first encounter that anyone, any foreigner has with Russian bureaucracy is when they get the visa to go to Russia. And mm -hmm. to kind of exemplify what Russian bureaucracy is, it's when you're filling out the visa application, um, you know, you have to do it a certain way. You have to answer the questions, even though they might be unclear. You have to provide an answer in a certain way. And um, right. like one s simple example is it asks for your previous employment, at least for U.S. citizens. So if you don't have previous employment, the, the Russian consulate could be like, well, you have to put something here. And you say, well, it's not applicable. What do I do? They're like, well, it doesn't matter. You have to put something there. So I would say that, number one, it's pretty strict in the format, although the answers may may differ. Right. Well, I think it's important to note that Russia in general, all of the bureaucracy is very formalistic, right? So like there's a question and there has to be an answer. I don't know if this comes yeah. from the Soviet past, um, but it, it goes to everything, right? I mean, just trying to get, um, I remember with my wife, we were trying to travel with our dog. You know, you go there and they're like, why don't you have a stamp from, uh, we had gotten his rabies shot in the US. We go to Russia and I asked in the US before we go, please just like sign it there and put something, um, you know, some sort of stamp. In the US, we don't have stamps. Anyway, we get to Russia and they're like, we don't recognize this. There's a signature there. We don't know what this is. I'm like, we did it in the exact same format. Just there's no stamp. There is no stamp in America. And they're like, well, all we can do is, you know, give him a new vaccine and uh, you have to wait 21 days before you can leave Russia. You know, just craziness stuff, right? It's just like everything is very formulaic, very formalistic. So when you go to do anything that's going to involve Russian bureaucracy, you have to be ready for that. And if there's no stamp, it's usually not, not correct. But I would say um, in the last few years, maybe it's probably closer to five, 10 years, they've got these new, um, they're called MFC. It's like multifunctional center is probably the best uh, translation to English. But you go there, you get like the little number uh, and then you go to like the window and you talk with the person. But in general, I think it's getting better. But even though the service is better, you still get stuck with these situations where you're like, but that's not applicable. And they're like, Right, but the kind law of these archaic... the rule says, yeah. Uh huh. And that's the um, hardest thing a, to get around. A good example, yeah. At the Mvetse, a good example. You go. Every foreigner um, has to go and get registered, right? So it used mm -hmm. to be that you go. To, you could go to the post office. You stand in line and fill out. Um, rem we should point out that most of this is very difficult if you don't speak Russian. So all those forms yes. are in Russian. There's nobody there to to help, you know, non-Russian speakers. But you would yep. go to register your, get registered as a foreigner at the post office. Now you don't do that. You go to the multifunctional center, which all the windows are, you know, you have designated windows for each service, which before yep. you just stood in one line and whoever was next was next. But um, I remember 
doing that, you know, multiple times, countless times, where you'd fill out the documents, and then you'd get to the window, and they'd be like, uh, there, there's a mistake here, uh, please correct it. And I would correct it on the page, and yeah. they'd be like, no, 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 you cannot correct it on the page. You need to fill out the whole thing over again. Um, but lately, probably the last uh, two years, I've run into situations where they say, just correct it and initial it, you know, right on the form. And I was like, really? <laughs> so, yeah. They used to be well, very remember. strict about everything being, you know, all the all the I's dotted and the T's crossed before you um, submit it. <laughs> right. Well, I can I have a similar example. I went to the MFETSA, the multifunction center. My parents and some family, other family members came to visit for my wedding. I had to go get them registered. They have like a very, very archaic form that you have to fill out by hand to get this registration. Anyway, I filled it all out for all five people. Um, it's front and back for sure, but I can't remember if it's multiple pages too. I think it's just front no, and back. No, it's, it's but, double. It's front and back, yeah. Okay. So I filled it all out. You know, for five people, you, like each letter has to go into a specific box, right? Well, I got to the guy who, you know, signs off on it all. And he says, you know, he points and he says, it says visa start date, not entry date. I was like, okay, well, you know, it's only like one day different. He's like, you have to fill all the pages out again. Oh. Yeah. And we were there for like two hours. And it wasn't because we were waiting in line, which used to happen, right? You're there for a long time just because there's a long line and nobody knows what they're doing. But now, like they've, the efficiency is good. But if it's not perfect, you gotta, they make you start over with everything. Um, right. I hope that that's changing. But the rigidity of the rules around all of these and the requirements, it's, it, it's overbearing. But you made an, an interesting comment about speaking Russian. I will say that I have gotten off being able to, you know, like make a small correction, like you said, on the paper at, at the desk, just by speaking Russian and being nice to them. You know, I think you and I were talking the other day, you had mentioned that you had always gotten kind of, I wouldn't say preferential treatment, but nicer treatment. They start asking you questions about yourself. Why are you in Russia? Why do you want to learn Russian? And, and these questions, and that facilitates the process better than anything else. If you go in there, not speaking a word of English or a word of Russian, they're going to eat you up in there. Well, I would say a very good example of, let's say you're going to a meeting and you're late. The reason that you're late matters, right? Like if you got a flat tire, that's something out of your control. If you just were late because, you know, you were enjoying dessert or whatever. How long it would take like, on the... <laughs> Like in this in this case, it's the exact same situation where be, the ability to speak Russian and explain, hey, I thought it was this because, you know, this is what I was told or and then they'll be right. much more lenient um, in most cases and, and say, OK, right. I'll just I'll just correct this myself. And, and, you know, I know I know what you meant. So I've been in those situations right. where Russian has got me out of uh you know filling it out again or they're just like okay i i'll take it like that right right well i i mean i guess overall we can really say that russian bureaucracy well it is definitely a pain i can say when i lived in the u.s before i went to russia i didn't have a lot of interaction with american bureaucracy but on the other on the other hand coming back from russia i'm in the united states now and there's lots of bureaucracy here 
Um, one example, my wife, um, she got her green card. The system won't take uh, her first and middle name are too long. So like they cut off letters, but different services cut off different letters. So like she has all these different versions of her middle name and um, you know, like the social security card doesn't look like her passport. Her passport doesn't look like her um, ID card. Um, and then the visa that she had originally is different. Uh, it's just a mess. And everyone's just like, oh, it doesn't make a difference, right? But then when you go from one agency to another, like we moved from Virginia to Texas. And then they ask like, oh, well, why doesn't um, her, her previous ID card from Virginia, why doesn't that match um, her passport? Mm-hmm. Like, well, because her green card is different. <laughs> it's just total, it's a total mess. I, and then I, I if think you don't have the right documents you... in the U.S., they're like, well, where's the marriage certificate to prove that you're married? I'm like, well, we have it, but it's in Russian. And then they're like, oh, well, you need a translation. So, I mean, it's the same, same stuff, but just slightly easier in the U.S. But there's still lots of bureaucracy here. That's something right, that we right. sometimes forget. But, but again, if you're... It, um, before going to Russia, I didn't have much, you know, much uh, experience with bureaucracy because I was younger. Then coming right. back, being married, having kids, all that, you know, uh, by nature you have more bureaucracy to deal with. But um, I would say that, you know, some things that um, that I remember specifically about Russian bureaucracy is that, again, we mentioned it. it you have to have the stamp. Or you have to have, it doesn't matter who stamped, I mean, it does matter who stamped it, but it almost, it's almost like as long as there's a stamp, any stamp, it's, you know, it, it looks, it looks like it's in the right format, it will, it will be accepted. But then, um, and to your point about Russian bureaucracy getting better, I remember in 2012 probably, I was driving across the border from Finland to Russia and there was these old forms they don't do anymore they the process is much much smoother but basically you have to uh, fill out a document saying you know this is the 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 car that I'm driving in cuz mm-hmm. they have to make sure that it goes back out cuz you're not taxed on it so I, I remember you you go into this little um office you fill out the documents, you go in one one by one, and I had it wrong like five times. I, I made a mistake. They're like, redo it, redo it, redo it. Right. And the guy behind me is like, you know, everyone's trying to go on vacation. The guy behind me is like, um, yo, what's going on? What's going on? And I just remember like turning to him. I'm like, can you get out of here, please? You're supposed to have one person in here. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> um, right. But and after that point, you know, crossing the border specifically, it was much, much smoother. They don't do those forms. They have a similar form, but um, I've corrected the form, like things on the form itself um, many times now. So, you know, I would say that, that overall it's it's way better. Um, the, the, how fast they serve you is better, um, but still there's those kind of, um, like if it doesn't look like the document you should have, then we cannot accept it type of right mindset. Right. So. Right. But overall, um, I think it's getting better, but still 
the formality of the legal system and all of the rules in Russia, which is funny because so many people don't even follow any rules in Russia, but the system that's in place is very rigid and rule driven. <laughs> kind of an interesting right. dynamic. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So if you're a foreigner and you're going to Russia, you will have to deal with some of these things, getting the visa, uh, getting registered. Um, you know, you, you just have to have somebody who knows Russian do it with you um, right. to make these, these uh, situations smooth, even though, you know, 2021, it should, should be pretty smooth. But um, yeah, well, if you've had any experience with Russian bureaucracy, whether you're Russian or a foreigner, uh, comment in the comments below and we'll see you in the next video. This was Ask an Expat with Marcus and Matt from an Expat Russia. We hope you enjoyed the video and if you have a question about Russia, let us know in the comments. We'll answer it in another video.